Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hi guys, Sensei James Leonelli here to talk to you about another one of our sponsors, LMNT, an electrolyte drink mix. Each one of these little packets gives you exactly what you need to keep you as hydrated as all us athletes like to be. If you're like me, you work out a lot, and when you work out a lot, you also sweat a lot. Now, when we sweat, we don't lose just water, of course. We also sweat out salt. We sweat out electrolytes. So each one of these packets contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, giving you everything that you need in order to maintain optimal hydration and nothing that you don't. So to go online, place an order for your sample pack, and to get yourself a bonus free sample pack, you're going to go to this website right here, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. You're going to see this down in the video below, but I'll say it one more time for you, elementallabs.refr.cc slash James Leonelli. Again, it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing that you don't. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space. Again, not joining my furry co-host late as he is off doing some of his other housely duties, but nonetheless wearing a little more of the Everyday We Train line. Here we see one of the awesome tank tops they just re released. Um, 
obviously I'm wearing a tank top today as we were back to 90s uh, in uh, in the Long Island area. Uh, all of a sudden, just in, in time for the unofficial end of summer, Labor Day, we get a whole bunch of nearly 90 degree days right in a row, even though we had a really cool August. At any rate, folks. So again, you can get your everyday we train line at tiegear.com and more of this great apparel. But Labor Day weekend has just come and gone. With that, it comes time for one of my kind of favorite and also in some ways least favorite time of the year. And that is the back to school time. Now, when we think of back to school time, what I always think about is this. I always think about a big reset. Now, that can have a couple of different meanings. Like, for example, this past weekend, myself, Mrs. Hensei, uh, the niece and nephew, we all went upstate to Lake George. I went to a campground um, upstate right by Lake George, mile and a half or so from the lake. Uh, you know, we had a whole bunch of friends with us, four other families. There were kids there and everything. And the campground that we went to was wonderful. There's stuff for kids, playgrounds, pools, you name it. We went down to the lake because it was very close. We were able to go to what's called Million Dollar Beach up there, spend quite a bit of time there in the town in general, just seeing the sights and doing some really cool things. And it's funny because this particular campground that we went to, uh, Mrs. Sensei and I went to back in 2020 and went to Labor Day weekend of 2020, as a matter of fact. And uh, obviously 2020 was a crazy chaotic time for everybody, myself included. And uh, at that point, I had taught some crazy amount of days in a row. My wife had actually kept track back then of how many days it was that I had taught every single class, every single day uh, from March 16th to whatever Labor Day weekend was that year. So because of that, and we're still on Zoom at, the, at that point, uh, or no, sorry, we were back from Zoom just a little bit at that point. Yeah, we're just freshly back from Zoom at that point. But nonetheless, um, things were still very restricted. Things were still very closed up. So I have to just close the school for a long weekend then and took a small vacation up to this campground and um, rented an RV, did the drive, took dogs and everything. And it was, ironically, it was kind of funny. We always say it was the trip where everything went wrong. Like literally, if you named it, I could spend an entire episode of the podcast telling you guys things that went wrong during the course of the trip. Um, and it was like one comedy thing after the other. It was the kind of thing where if you saw it in a comedy movie, you would laugh like, come on, that never happens. But it was just one thing after another, after another, after another, uh, culminating in our final night there. We were deciding, oh, are we going to head home Monday night or are we going to go home Tuesday morning? I'm not sure which one we want to do. So, uh, you know, what? let's stay Monday night. And, you know, we'll take the trolley into town. We'll go eat in town somewhere, get a nice view, whatever. And we'll come back. So wait for the trolley that last night back in 2020. It never comes. Oh, we'll ride our bikes into town. So we ride our bikes into town. And it wasn't a really bad ride. Uh, and the road that the campsite is on runs directly into the lake. So it was beautiful, nice straight line. Uh, ironically, the name of the, the road is, is Bloody Pond Path. Because Lake George was a big site for the French and Indian War. I digress. So we go, we have a really nice dinner at this, this little quaint restaurant with views right out onto the lake. It was something beautiful. And um, from there, head back up Bloody Pond Path. And as we do, uh, it is now pitch black. There's not a street light on Bloody Pond Path. They're like very few and far between. It's uphill most of the way back to the campsite. And 
you can't see anything <laughs> like trees hanging down it is pitch black there's a little led on my bike we can see about eight feet in front of us and we're just like clinging we're just trying to follow in the white line the whole way back and it's so uphill that we can't ride our bikes up the hill um plus that weekend we had hiked some you know 30 miles with the dogs too so our legs were kind of shot on top of everything else and we just followed the white line with the led on my bike <laughs> and it right behind me the whole way for like i think it's like 2.1 miles or something that we took this walk on we get back we get to the camp we're just gonna hug each other like we're never doing that again <laughs> right but nonetheless what that trip was for us was a great reset it was a way for us to kind of like step back from life as it was happening just kind of take that deep breath and reset and this weekend was very much the same just time for us to take a little step back away from the craziness that has been our life at my school her work preparing the kids for school and everything else just take that little step back and take that big and reset and we rejoin the world today this week ready for this kids to start to start school tomorrow right ready to get back into a real solid routine it's not that we didn't have a pretty good routine already we did but now things get that much more solid because we're rotating around school as well. So it's like, like I said, the great reset. And sometimes in life, we just kind of need that. We kind of need to step back away from everything that's going on and just take that big reset. Just take that little, that little step back, that little breath, reset and be able to assess our problems better, right? Like for example, <clears throat> not related to life in general, but just more of the, the anecdotal kind of way we can understand this. I want you guys to think about any time that you've had to remember a specific piece of trivia. Right, the example that comes to my mind is years ago, I couldn't remember the name of the commissioner in Batman. I'm a very big Batman fan. I was like, oh, Commissioner Gordon, but what's Commissioner Gordon's first name? And I couldn't remember it. I couldn't remember it. I couldn't remember it. I was thinking about it all day. But what finally made it come to me was stopping thinking about it, distracting myself at work all day. And as I pulled in the driveway at home that night, put the car in park, James Gordon hit my, hit my head like that. Like in that moment, I, the, stepping away, I was able to see my problem that much clearer. And the same is true for so much in life. That great reset, right? Taking the time to step back, to take a little time away, to pull yourself out of your normal daily routine is such a big and important thing, right? Yes, it's lovely to be able to go on vacation every time we kind of feel like we need that. And that's, there's definitely something to be said for that, but it doesn't even have to be that big. If you just took a day of your weekend and you just went somewhere and took a nice long walk, took a hike or whatever, you know, went out on a boat or something, right? Went over to the beach, right? Went somewhere where you can kind of reconnect with nature right, where you're kind of detached from the digital world. Because the beautiful thing about this trip, even though the place had Wi-Fi and everything, this thing didn't work so good. The entire time we were up there, my cell phone was kind of useless. It was kind of a decoration. You know, I, we had enough signal to be able to like text each other a little, but that was about it, which was kind of great because then I couldn't be checking the school's email constantly or seeing what texts were coming in from parents and all of that. Um, and it was, it's, it's a nice thing to be able to detach from that every so often. And like I said, it could be something as simple as a hike, a walk, a little time on the beach, something, anything like that, uh, you know, is a very, very, very big thing. Because we all have our daily routines, like we talked about last week, about our nutrition, our health and wellness, 
our daily routines, the things that we do on a daily basis. We all have those. But then when we're in the routine, when we're the train on the track, sometimes we're just going so full steam ahead that we kind of forget to see the forest for the tree for the trees. We forget to appreciate what we're going through. We forget to appreciate where we are. And sometimes we get so lost in, in the living that we forget to like really appreciate our life. And, and that's the thing. Like it's so easy to get lost in that daily grind where you're just going through, you know, you're alive, but you're not really living. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of just existing, going through day by day by day, almost robotically. And then you get on the other side of that, that little reset and, and little things mean so much more. You appreciate things just, just so much more. Even like, you know, this little example this afternoon, we get home, we're unpacking before I head to the school and, you know, I needed a, a reusable bag that I was going to bring back and forth to, to the camper and so forth. And I asked Riley, I said, Hey Riley, can you do me a favor, bud? Can you just please? And, um, afterwards, you know, she, we always played it. Riley's favorite thing to do is be mean to me. But, uh, nonetheless, afterwards I thanked her. I gave her a high five, a little kiss on the forehead. And she squirmed away from me. I tickled her. It, like, it made you appreciate that little moment just so much more because sometimes life is so busy. Those little moments come and they go and we let them go. Like they don't have all that importance, but of course they do. So taking the time to reset is such an important thing. Even if it's not a big, a big trip, like we took this trip, we left on Thursday. We were gone all the way through, through this morning. Right, it's Tuesday morning for it's Tuesday for uh, for context. So we were gone all that time, right? And yeah, the kids are with us. Yeah, the pups were with us, but we're still we're away from the daily grind. We're away from our normal routine. Waking up in a different place, stepping out the door, and there's nature right there, like right there. And there's friends we haven't seen in a long time. And there's other people we haven't seen. And like we're just in this beautiful place with beautiful things around us. And man, it, it, there really was something too, just stepping away that little bit. And it doesn't have to be that big. It can very easily be an afternoon that you take a nice long walk, right? Maybe you go down, like we live on, I live on Long Island, right? So it's easy to get to water. Go by a beach, just walk on a beach for a little bit, right? We got plenty of great hiking paths on Long Island, right? woods, nature, you name it, go find some, walk through it. Maybe put some earbuds in, put some music on it, just unplug for a little while, or maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe it's the middle of the winter and there's snow on the ground, so that definitely isn't gonna work for you. Okay, great. Go find a little place, like the float, like a floating place, or you know, a martial arts class, or something where you can just, just put the load down for a little while and just step away, and just hit that hard reset on your brain. Now this time of year is also a great time for the reset for kids, because, one thing that is very consistent here on Long Island, it's something I didn't really experience very much as a kid. And it's funny, I didn't really experience it in my sensei school either. It's kind of become more of a popularized thing over the past, you know, 15 years or so. And that is the idea of kids going to camp and so forth. You know, more and more it's prevalent where both parents are working. So because both parents are working, they got to do something with the kids during the day. So they do something with the kids during the day by enrolling them in some kind of camp. Where they're in camp from you know nine to whatever and now this kid is going all day long and often you know kids take a little break from their training during the summer 
or they're traveling like crazy, take a little break from their, tra tra their training during the summer. And I always caution parents about that. And the reason I caution them is not because, um, you know, it, it, it's not for any other reason than the fact that I've been through so many summers of training kids. And because I know that that kid who traveled for a month, right, because I know that the kid who was in camp for two months, they've been out of the habit. And really, when you're out of a habit, what have you done? You've built a new habit. So now it's really hard to get those kids back on track. Right? Some kids, they don't miss a beat. They're the exception. They're not the rule. The majority of kids, it's very much the other way, where we need to press the reset button on their routine. Because really what happened? While you guys were traveling or out camping or taking vacations or a kid was in camp, they got so used to a routine that didn't involve martial arts. And their last memory of martial arts is such a long time ago. Right? So if you really think about it, if a kid is 10 years old and they spent eight weeks away from martial arts, they've only been alive for 520 weeks. And now eight of those, they're spent away from martial arts. Eight in a row. How do we expect that that kid is going to step back into the routine without any hesitation? That's very uncommon. I imagine as an adult, if you got out of any habit for eight weeks and then expecting yourself to jump back into that habit with no hesitation, with no hiccups along the way, impossible. It's just not going to happen. What's more likely is that it's going to take some time to get back on the horse. And that's one of the things that I always, not so much dread because it's an important lesson, but it's the fact what I do dread is the parents that I reminded in the beginning of the summer, I touched base in the middle of the summer, maybe I talked to them about it. And now September, they're like, well, I don't want to come back. I'm like, well, yeah, like I told you two months ago, a month ago, and now, right? You built a habit where now he's not going to be there. And it's funny, there's a phrase that hits me kind of hard. And the reason it hits me kind of hard is because it's not how my parents were with me. And what I mean by that is simple, right? My parents had rules. And it was very, like, when it came to the activities that we did, it was a very simple rule. Listen, you can try anything you want. Anything you want, you can try. And if you like it, we'll sign you up for whatever the commitment is. But understand that if you ask us to sign you up, and the commitment is eight weeks, you're going to be there for eight weeks. If the commitment is six months, you're going to be there for six months. If the commitment's a year, you're going to be there for a year. Whatever commitment is, you're there for that long. And the only reason you're missing is if we're on vacation or if you're legitimately sick. And legitimately sick had to be accompanied by a temperature or throwing up. And you know what phrase my parents never used over my entire childhood that I hear very prevalently these days is force. My parents never forced me to do anything. They just told me what I had to do. And that's what they said was, was gospel. That was the law. <laughs> if they said, this is how it was, that's how it was. I might have argued a little bit when I was a little more smart alecky, but I never got my way. I, my parents never conceded. And I thank them for it later because it's part of why I, I'm the way that I am, why I'm the kind of person who sticks with whatever my word is. I, like, I, I get annoyed when I have to like, not live up to one of my commitments, even if it's a simple thing. Like this past week, you know, normally I go and I, I do some training on Thursdays. I had to miss my training on Thursday. And, uh, you know, 
It's not that big a deal. I'm going on vacation, but it still irked me just a little bit. I was trying to look for places up in Lake George where I go get some training in, but the schedule didn't line up. I digress. But that's a phrase that I hear from parents frequently this time of year. I don't want to force them. Well, the thing is, as a parent, forcing a kid to do stuff is like 95% of your job, right? Your kid doesn't want to go to bed, you force him. Your kid doesn't want to eat vegetables, you force him. Your kid doesn't want to finish their dinner, you force them. They don't want to shower, you force them. They don't want to go to school, you force them. But the thing is, even though you are forcing them, you don't use that phrase. You call it parenting because that's what it is. And this is a situation that's exactly the same. The kids need help understanding this idea of resetting a routine. Because as adults, we do this. We understand this, that if we take a week off of work or two weeks off of work, we know that we have to reset our routine. We know we got to get back on the routine that we were on just as we were on it. And even though we know it, and even though we rationally understand it, and even though we've experienced it again and again and again and again, it is very difficult for us adults. Yet somehow parents sometimes think that their five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten-year-old has an ability that adults don't have. But what those kids do have that the adults don't have is they have the guidance of their parents to help them reset the right way. That's what it all comes down to. Reset a kid in their routine, and in three weeks, that kid's back to normal. Their motivation may not be perfect because their body may not acclimate as quickly as their mind does, but after three weeks, they're back in the routine. After six weeks, they're exactly where you, are, where you had them. Because right? here's the thing to consider. Let's imagine that that kid was at a camp for all eight weeks of the summer vacation. Now, they're on vacation that long. They're on the camp that long. They get used to expending energy for that amount of time. Right? Now they come back to school. And they have to expend a different type of energy, a mental energy, where they have to sit still for six, six and a half, seven hours a day. Now, from there, they have to get back into their extracurriculars whether that's just martial arts, whether that's martial arts and sports or, or other extra help things like Huntington Learning Center or Mathusiasm or whatever. You know, there's a great many of those places. You have to, they have to do all that and it's like a light switch. And we expect the reaction to be like a light switch, but it's not, right? Because here's the thing. We don't think about it as kind of like getting in shape, but they've kind of got to get in shape mentally. If you've had them off of that routine, it would be like not exercising for eight weeks and then just throwing yourself right into your exact exercise that routine that you were doing eight weeks ago and expecting yourself to be exactly where you were before you left exercising over eight weeks ago. That's unrealistic. We know if you do that, you're going to injure yourself. You're going to leave yourself ridiculously sore or you're going to, or you're going to defeat yourself mentally. The same is true for these kids that are coming back that have just had that hard reset back on routine. It's going to be very difficult at first for them to have the mental energy to get through that school day. And then add to that the mental energy to then pay attention in a martial arts class or at sports practices or at their musical instrument or a Huntington Learning Center. It's going to take a while for that stamina to build back up. First, you got to build the habit. That's going to take three weeks. And it'll probably take another three after that to get them back in the routine. But you committed to parenting your child for life, not just for a couple of weeks at a time. If you parent them for those six weeks, you'll have reset the routine. You'll have reset their stamina. Everything will be exactly where it belongs, just like you are mentally after you take that little mental reset. 
That's why we have to now, this time of year, reset everybody, ourselves, our children, everybody. We have to commit to being reset after this weekend, right? We're back on track now. I had some schools on Long Island started yesterday, or today, I should say. I had some schools start today as you're listening, or Wednesday. Either way, no matter what, it's time to be back on routine. It's time to hit that reset button. Right? And if you're an adult, who school does not govern your life for one reason or another, it's still time to hit that hard reset. Right? For you, that reset's done a little differently. That's the reset I talked about earlier, where you take a couple of hours and you get out in nature, where you, you let the sun be down on you a little bit, where you unplug from your everyday world. And if you have to think back about routines like we talked about last week, now it's a great time to hit the reset on those as well. Either way, Labor Day weekend for me always represents the big reset. So if you haven't yet, it's time. This is your sign that you were looking for. Hit that reset button. All right, if you're an adult, you need to be reset. Get yourself out there. Take you know, an hour here or there. Just reset mentally. Once you reset, back in routine. If you're a parent and you're thinking about your kid, get that routine reset. Because the sooner you get that routine reset, the closer you are to having things exactly as they were, exactly as you want them to be. It's as simple as that. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. You can find everywhere that I'm on the internet at linktree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. In there, you can find the links for all of our sponsors, everything to do with Flex Fights, everything to do with Tiger Shulman's. Speaking of our sponsors, sponsorship opportunities are still available, so feel free to reach out to me by any of the means of contact that I gave you. Other than that, guys, please make sure you guys leave a, leave a rate and a review. It just helps. Make sure you guys subscribe. Get your new episodes every Wednesday. Most importantly, guys, share the podcast. It is the single most important thing you can do for me. It's the only form of advertising that we have. So please make sure that you do that for me. I love seeing the download and view numbers go up. I very much appreciate it. So until next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.